Welcome all you Plus 2 Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus 2 Comedy Podcast. I'm your host as always, TV's Noah Houlihan, and before we get to this weird, not safe for work edition of the Plus 2 Comedy Podcast, I gotta tell you about some upcoming shows. I will be appearing on the Fuck Cancer Comedy Benefit, I said it was not safe for work, on February 12th at the Tap Room Bar and Grill. Come see me along with past guests Drew Castellano, Jeremy Riley, Matt Haggerty, Neil Wood, Neil Carroll, it's gonna to be a fantastic show. Show starts at 8 o'clock. All the proceeds are going to Brett's GoFundMe in his battle with leukemia Friday, February 12th at the Tap Room Bar and Grill. I hope to see you there. Also, I'm happy to say we will be returning to Castle Point. Yes, Castle Point Anime Convention, April 23rd and 24th in Hoboken, New Jersey. I'm not sure exactly what Plus Two Comedy will be doing, but I will say there will be cosplay pro wrestling so please come to castle point anime convention and check out a fantastic wrestling show now just so you guys know this episode of the plus two comedy podcast is going to be a little bit different from the others uh this is just me and will hanging out we haven't had a chance to talk since his injury so we just kind of talk about what's going on with us and what's going on with plus two comedy so if you're listening to this We are really hungry for feedback. We're trying to figure out where we're going to go with Plus Two Comedy. So feel free to contact us on Facebook or you can send us an email, plus2comedy at gmail.com. And just let us know what you want from us. What what do you think we're doing right? What do you think we're doing wrong? We'd love to hear from you guys because we love doing this and we want to give you guys the best experience possible. Also, since this is a weird episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast, there's no sponsor. But if you'd like to be a sponsor on the Plus Two Comedy Podcast, check out our fiber store it's just five dollars and you can make me say pretty much whatever you want and we'd love to support our fans so please check out our fiber store we'd love to have you as a sponsor and now without any further ado take it away kirby crackle Who's ready for a podcast? (laughs) This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast coming to you live from my closet and Will's basement. I'm I'm in my apartment. You're in your oh, I assumed you were in a basement. I don't know why. So this is a very special episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast in that uh, we are not live from Nerdvana. Uh, One because of the snow. And two, because of uh, Will's recent injury. Will, why don't, why don't you take the reins here and tell us uh, what happened here? Because I still don't know the full story of what happened to you. I know the the Cliff Notes version. Well, I got, I got into a fight with a forklift. <laughs> why? Did the forklift provoke you? Yeah, well, it's always kind of been looking at me and being like, you know, what are you going to do? And I was finally sick of it, so I fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, we're going not safe for work for this episode. We're not in a store. Who gives a shit? <laughs> and, uh, to my credit, that forklift doesn't work anymore. So. Oh, really? Yeah, they had to get a new one. It, you die. So, like, did you know the dude that hit you, or? Uh, 
don't think anybody I work with listens to this. Yeah, uh, he's not good at his job. <laughs> his job wasn't to run you over with a forklift? One of his jobs is to not run people over with a forklift, and we've been worried he's been going to since he started, uh, and I was the person that he decided to shoot it on. Oh, so you, you predicted that eventually he was going to do this? You have you have the shining? Yeah, or just something catastrophic, which <laughs> in this case is the most catastrophic. <laughs> keep keep looking at the microphone because I'm losing you every once in a while. Okay. All right. So so is there like a story here, or is it not worth getting into? It's not interesting. I uh, I work at my dad's uh, granite fabrication warehouse. I guess. Where you make fake granite. No, we make, we turn real granite into like countertops and tabletops and stuff. Gotcha. And, uh, we use a forklift to move big slabs of rock. And I was helping the dude on the forklift. And as I was getting off, he swung the butt of it at me and knocked me over. Ran my, uh, my ankle over. So, so what damage was done? Originally it was a, uh, bimolier fracture, if anybody's a doctor. Yeah. And, my, and can inter- interpret what you're trying to say. My tibia and my fibula are both broken, and then there's apparently two smaller bones that connect your leg bone to your foot, and I broke one of them, too. Uh, so, I, I've had, had to relay this story to quite a few people, and uh, the reaction I've gotten from everyone is, that sounds ungodly painful. So, lots of screaming and cursing, or did you just suck it up? <laughs> Yeah, well, I got real mean at the guy because he was, one, it was his fault. <laughs> and he was like, do you want me to call an ambulance? I was like, yes, fuck you, get out of here. <laughs> How bad was it, scale of one to ten? When it first happened, I don't, like a, I don't know what a ten goes to, but like an eight. Were you like, oh, this is broken immediately, or? It was real bad. And then I, I moved it, and I could feel it kind of like rubberishly, like a cartoon leg just kind of flop. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little disappointed it's someone else's fault, because I assumed that this was going to be your slapstick disease catching up with you. And it's the worst thing to have with slapstick. Like, they, they gave me a bracelet at the hospital that just said fall risk. <laughs> It's like, oh, yes, I know. I am a fall risk. <laughs> so you went to surgery. How how, how was surgery? Uh, well, we were in the hospital for like 12 hours. The actual surgery took like an hour and a half. It was very, very quick, very easy. Mm-hmm. Even though apparently, like, my bones were all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, originally they thought it was a, break, a clean break because of the x-ray. But I guess once they got in there, they were like, oh, these are... These are all fucked up. <laughs> we were just guessing before, but now that we have information. So I guess there were just some screws are in there now holding pieces of bone together. Because uh, I was talking to Trailer Drake about this, uh, to drop a name. And uh, I was like, yeah, Will's getting into surgery. I'm worried for him. And he was like, oh, he'll be fine. He's There's a reason that surgeons go to, like, med school for years and years. I was like, yeah, I know that. But he's in Atlantic City, so there's no guarantee that that's a thing that happened. Well, I, I got out of town. There's not 
This is a hospital in City. I mean, the first one I went to was a nightmare. Yeah. Shore Memorial. I'll drop. Fuck that place. Uh, in summer. What was it? What was it called again? Shore Memorial. <laughs> you're cutting out exactly when you say it, so your computer Shore is like. Memorial. It might be the hospital Illuminati. It sounds like it because it happened again. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> so that was a nightmare for you, huh? I, I sat there. No one talked to me. I got a bunch of like, like a lady came over and took my blood pressure. Or she came to do it. Her machine. She stood there for like ten minutes. She's like, "This machine's broken." It's the first word she said. Uh, she walked away. Walked over to the new one. That one beeped. I was like, "Is this one working?" And she went mm, and walked away. And I did not see that lady again. <laughs> She didn't work there. <laughs> and then the doctor's like, I'm going to set your foot. He's some guy I'd never seen. And they just, apparently he did nothing. He just kind of <laughs> lined up with his eyeball and then they wrapped it up. And he's like, all right, not my problem. Because you didn't get a cast, right? They put you in a splint? Yeah, well, the, the splint's fine, but he didn't do anything. I, I went to a good doctor the next <laughs> And he was like, did they set your leg? And I was like, yeah, they said they did. And he's like, hmm, by the way you're saying it, I can tell they didn't set your leg. Because <laughs> he then set my leg, and that was the uh, worst pain I've ever experienced. Oh, yeah. It's just like, all right, we're just going to move your bones around for a little bit. Oh, that bite was... this stick. Yeah, I got a, a wrapped bandage to bite down on. I was being sarcastic. They actually gave you something to bite down on. And I'd like to say, like, that was me. Like, I can take it. It wasn't. <laughs> the doctor described it. I was like, I'll take the pain meds. And he was like, well, it'll be a quick push. Don't worry about it. So he actively steered me away from pain meds. Mm-hmm. And then it was 15 minutes of the worst pain of my life. Yeah. Yeah. The The, the foot and ankle area. Like, for the the pounding that they get through walking, do not take pain very well at all. Because I know when I had to get shots in my foot, which I'm sure does not compare to what you went through for my uh, planter's fasciitis. Oh, so much cursing and swearing. <laughs> Leave our legs alone. So, uh, how was the, the surgery itself? Well, then we went to uh, Mainland Hospital, the one by Stockton. Oh. That place was great. Uh, we recommend that place. Everybody's wonderful. What, what exactly did the surgery, like, do you got, like, metal in your leg now, or? Yeah, I, originally, I was going to have one screw and one. I have more than that now. That They explained it to me, but I was just out of surgery. Yeah. I don't remember. I have a couple extra screws in, like, a plate now. It's just all full of metal. That's fun. So, So what did they tell you for, like, recovery time? Uh, about 10 weeks. 10 weeks? That, that was, like, total. Okay. <laughs> so, the last three weeks of that are, like, physical therapy and me learning how to walk. Again. <sighs> Fun. So, are you, like, crutch-bound or wheelchair-bound, or what's, right. what's your situation? I hope, I'm seeing the doctor in, like, you know, a couple of days. Uh, he should be casting me, because once the, I gotta wait till the, the stuff's kind of healed. Yeah. Then I can get hard casted, and then once that that's on, we're going to see about like a wheelchair and stuff. Because right now I'm not mobile at all. You're not mobile at all. God, I, I'd like to point out to anyone that actually decided to listen to this episode that where we don't have a guest. 
and it's just us going around. I haven't really gotten a chance to talk to Will since all this has gone down, so I'm learning this information right along with you, listener. So I put on Facebook that I shattered all the bones in my leg, and then my girlfriend was at Nerdvana the other day, and everybody, I, and I guess they would have talked to you. Everybody she talked to was like, but he was joking, right? <laughs> well, everyone that I talked to at Nerdvana... A lot of people didn't know when I, because I made the announcement last week at the podcast that, you know, why you were missing. And a lot of people didn't know. A few people said, I thought he was kidding. And a lot of people said, oh, I heard his girlfriend was driving the forklift. (laughs) Well, that they made up. That was. (laughs) I don't know where that came from, but. Yes, this isn't a fun plus two comedy antic where we were pretending that you got hit by a forklift. Insurance scam. Yeah, insurance scam. So, so, when, when can you get out of the house? When we will see you uh, possibly returning to Nerdvana? That is one of the questions for my doctor. So, I won't be next Monday, but maybe the Monday after that. Okay, so so next Monday we'll not be at Nerdvana again. So either I will have to find a guest co-host, which sounds like a lot of work I don't feel like doing, or we'll have to do another one of these with Josh Ryan, because I I did book a guest for next week. (laughs) Yeah, so we got that to look forward to. That'll be fun. (laughs) I just right now, while the the wounds are still there, I got to keep it like elevated, all like pretty much all the time. Yeah. And uh, now, you told me at 5 o'clock, because we're recording this at, uh, it's currently 4.41, that you got to take your meds. Mm-hmm. How, what's that going to do to you? I, I usually get this weird kind of sleepy drowsiness going on, and like, I'll sit there, and I have to support my head, and my eyes close, but I don't fall asleep. Oh, this podcast is going to get real weird. <laughs> I kind of like come in and out of conversations and just contribute to the part I heard. Okay, well, that's great because <laughs> my plan for this podcast was to get real, like, do some real talk about plus two comedy okay. and talk about where we've been and where we're going and all that good stuff. So I, I want you uh, <laughs> nice and drugged up for that. <laughs> oh man, so. We, we don't have any cons lined up, so that's good at least. <laughs> I will be off the weird painkillers also in a week, or less than that, next, like, what's Wednesday? What's Wednesday? No, this this Wednesday I will be on less severe pain medication. Okay, so you only get two more days to enjoy your hallucinations? I can keep, I got pills left, I, you know, if I want to, I can just go crazy with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Will has a tendency to go crazy whenever he's medicated or sick. Cause what, what was wrong with you when you thought uh, our spike puppet was talking to you? Well, that no, see, that's the thing. I don't go crazy on medication. I don't take medication. Because yeah. that was, I was running a very high fever and I had fever hallucinations. Yes, and we had a, in college, we had a, a puppet of Spike. From who, yeah, which I don't think ever actually made an appearance. Like, I know that there was an angel puppet, but I don't think there was ever actually a Spike puppet. I've I think never we, seen the episode where they're Muppets. 
So I, or I maybe just David Boreanaz becomes a Muppet. I don't know. I've never seen it. Yeah, I believe the plot, because I used to be a fan, was uh, there was a children's uh, TV show that the spell only worked on uh, children. Like, so there was like a hidden message in the the weird uh, Sesame Street ripoff where the puppets kind of like stole your youth. Oh, and the, that sounds familiar. Yeah, because they figured out that, like, when you muted it, the spell didn't work, and you saw something different, and then they turned Angel into a puppet. <laughs> it was it was a good one. <laughs> so, uh, let, let's just try to, to do the show as normal, and uh, I, I do have an icebreaker question, if you'd like to do an icebreaker question with me. Uh, Fred Siegel, Man of Mystery, asks... Uh, if you could be a sideshow freak, what would your act be like? Does it have to be something I could do, or can I just pick? You could just pick. You, you have chosen a new life, and you are going to be a sideshow freak. What would you like it to be? Ooh, one of the guys that eats something. They seem like they have the easiest gig. <laughs> the, like the light bulbs or like the heads off of chickens? He uh, eats frogs. And I'm like, yeah, he's a frog, and then I just eat one. And they're like, oh, all right, that's pretty weird. And then I keep walking. Like, I'm one of the first guys that go past. <laughs> you don't want to main event the freak show. No, I'm in, like, the opening. I'm going to have, like, a beret and, like, a little French mustache. Do, like, a French thing. Uh, I, I know that when I was a kid, I there was a time in my life where I dreamed of being a contortionist. I was like, yeah, I can, you know, bend my body in all these wacky, weird ways. What a fun time that is. Uh, and then I found out that most of them have, like, medical condi- medical conditions that let them do that. It's not just, like, stretching a lot. Maybe I'll get some of those. There you go. And then I also found out you had to, like, dislocate your arms. I was like, well, that doesn't sound fun. But... Like Riddick. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, Houdini. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Riddick or Houdini. Yeah, there's those are two people that are not normally uh, <laughs> compared with each other. So I, I guess I would go uh, contortionist. Uh, so there's our icebreaker question. So there we got that out of the way. So let's let's talk about what's going on with Plus Two Comedy, because I think one of the big things I'm, I'm going to ask for this episode is that people listen just so they can get an update on what the hell's going on, uh, and also. Uh, get some feedback from our fans and what we are uh, supposed to be doing or should be doing. Uh, and I think one thing we, we've yet to say publicly is that uh, Vegas uh, is no longer part of the group. It's just, uh, just the two of us now. Yeah, so right now it's just me and Will. Vegas, uh, due to many conflicts, uh, it, we just couldn't make it work. So uh, Vegas is no longer with us. We wish him well with all his future endeavors to, to pull a WWE. So, you know, I guess we'll... we'll Ask the fans if they think uh, a two-man group is the way to go, or as if, or if we should have auditions for a third, third person. <laughs> I was going to say third man, but I don't want to be sexist because women are welcome to to audition, <laughs> round out the group a bit. But yeah, we've always been a, a three-man group. You know, originally we were with T.J. Del Reno, and then we lost him, and now we've we've lost Vegas. Uh, there are a few people that I know are interested, but. Uh, I've had my heart broken many times, and I don't, yeah. I don't know if I want to go through that again. What do you think? Well, should, should we get a rebound comic to someone to, to get our groove back with first? I worry about that because then I think we'll, we'll end up letting somebody in that's not. 
like, I don't want to get into it. Okay, fuck it, whatever. Uh, I can edit still, so don't worry. Well, the reason that we, we haven't been able to hold on to it, not, we've only lost two people, but is that they've been really strong comics. We've had comics, but mm-hmm. nobody who's been like, I don't know, part of the group. Yeah. We'd like to do other stuff. Yeah. that takes a lot of work, and we need people that can kind of come out and brainstorm stuff and show up to maybe film something or record something. Yeah. Somebody that wants to waste their time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we need someone who's really ambitious, but only about our stuff that they were previously uninvolved in. Do your own stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We want to be all inclusive. <laughs> so that's that's a thing that we're worried about. So feel free to to email us. We are at plus two comedy at gmail dot com, or you hit us up on Twitter and uh, get, give us your thoughts. And if we need a third guy, um, I said guy. I so I told myself I wouldn't do that, but I did. Uh, the other thing I want to bring up because this is another thing that. I've been telling fans who've asked me, but I've never we've never talked about it publicly. But what's going on with Beyond the Tentacle? Oh, I don't know that I know. I I I don't want to be done with it. I have a lot of fun with it. I know the fans have a lot of fun with it. Uh, well, because I originally said I only wanted to do three because I was like, you know, let's do a nice trilogy. And then you talked me into five, and I was like, okay, five's a good number. And then, due to unforeseen circumstances with time, we never got to do the proper ending to five. Because five was supposed to lead into six. I don't remember. I remember the, that happening. I don't remember what the ending was. Uh, the ending of five was supposed to be me murdering you. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and that, that was going to be how the show ended, was with your death. And we were just going to just let that happen. And then uh, Beyond the Tentacle 6 was supposed to be the, the re-erection. And it was going <laughs> to start with me with the Necronomicon, like, bringing you back to life. And we were going to do, like, Beyond the Tentacle 6 was going to be, was going to have a plot, was the plan. <laughs> and it was going to be some sort of, like, it was your penance from hell to, like, continue doing it or something. There was going to be, like, a driving force that kept everything moving. But without the ending, like, I don't know how much of this we can make sense of. <laughs> well, I think now we gotta do another one. I don't think anyone's counting. I think if we did five again, no one would be like, I'm gonna do five before. <laughs> That's a good point. Well, we Me. called four Fandom Redux because we wanted to stop including a number. Because we didn't yeah, want con- we didn't want cons being like, wait, they've done this six times. <laughs> Why do we allow this? Well, there's also the issue that uh, Oticon is always where we debut it, and every year I'm like, this is going to be the time we get in trouble, and they don't let us do anything anymore. And uh, this year I thought it was going to happen because someone pulled me aside and kind of like was like, hey, we got to talk, and they're like, how could you do this? And not have cameras. I was like, dude, you work for the con. It, like, I'd love for there to be cameras. He's like, well, we're getting cameras next year. It's like, okay. <laughs> Angry staff person. <laughs> you all right, dude? Yeah, yeah. I also have a dog and a cat. 
wrestling. Do you, do you have a cat now? Yeah, I got a little, little 11-week-old kitten. <laughs> you know what you want to be when you have a new kitten? A mobile. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes it really easy to te- take care of another life. Well, what's nice is that he uh, likes to use me for warmth, so he's really been bonding. Oh, that's good. <laughs> because I know you haven't been outside, but it snowed a lot recently. True, I heard. Yeah, so the warmth is very, very important. <laughs> uh, so, when it comes to uh, Plus Two Comedy in the future, uh, I, I think we should reveal that we are doing Cutthroat Gaming as a, as a web show. Uh, we're not we're not calling it that, but that's what we've been calling it at uh, at conventions and such. So a, a plus two comedy web show is on the way. Uh, so we're going to be launching a Kickstarter for that uh, soon. Uh, we were planning on filming it, but then one of us got hit by a forklift, and uh, that delayed things. I'm very glad that didn't move forward without me. <laughs> Well, as soon as you're up and mobile, we'll, we can actually film the pilot for this and get a Kickstarter going. Uh, and we're, we've gotten to the point where we have to make a web show because I've bought enough crap that I was like, <laughs> we have to do something to justify this. Like, uh, like I bought a Wii U today. <laughs> I was like, we're going to need a Wii U for this. It's like, this is for work purposes. But, like, I've been buying, like, power gloves and, like, steering wheels and just terrible stuff. Because <laughs> that's been my favorite thing to do. Uh, if you don't know what Cutthroat Gaming is, uh, people who are listening, uh, basically, it's Cutthroat Kitchen uh, is a parody of that. But uh, we make you play video games in tough uh, situations. So uh, you can make your opponent, you know, be hung upside down while they're playing. So I've been collecting lots of like terrible controllers, and it's been great going into stores like, hey, you see that steering wheel that you got there? Can I try it out before uh, before I buy it? And they're like, sure. Uh, I'm not sure if we have any racing games. No, 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 no. I want to play uh, a little Smash Brothers Brawl with it, if you don't mind. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work. I know, I'm excited too. <laughs> And uh, I recently got uh, Intelligent Cube, because it was one of my favorite games, and I had to special order it, and it showed up shattered in what the was mail. It? Intelligent Cube? You ever play Intelligent Cube? Yeah, that was a PlayStation release, wasn't it? IQ? Yeah, it was a, yeah IQ. Cube yeah. with a Q, because that's how you spell that. It was a cool time. Yeah, I loved that game, and I always wanted to buy it. But because I had the like the PlayStation demo disc and I played it all the time. Like that one. But now it's like a super rare game. Like it was. Yeah, like it was three hundred dollars on eBay. I was like, screw that. And then I found it from a like a used game store for like forty bucks, but it was just the disc. And I was like, all right, send it to me. And they're like, all right, but you're only getting the disc. I was like, that's fine. And I guess that meant. We're just going to put this in a vanilla envelope and pray. <laughs> <laughs> or just, you're getting the, the technically the disc. What does that mean? Nothing. <laughs> it's just part of the disc. Just assemble it yourself. Yeah. 
so what do you think uh, this injury is going to be doing for your uh, professional wrestling career? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Because <laughs> it, it has just started. Uh, and, and, you know, with a, a great record of zero and one currently <laughs> in professional wrestling. You know, is that true? I feel like I've, I've lost once. Were you in the Battle Royal? The, the, the Team Rocket Battle Royal we had at Katorikon? So, yeah, I'm 0-2, I guess. So that makes you 0-2. Both, both Royal Rumble losses, or Battle Royal losses. The rest of my shenanigans, none of that was sanctioned. <laughs> yeah, unsanctioned shenanigans. <laughs> but, uh... I feel like most professional wrestlers have a good injury. So I just got, I got out of the way early. Yeah, yeah, and then you get you, you get to have your big baby face return. It's like, oh my god, he's back from injury. What a what a surprise! It's Donkey Kong. <laughs> Was he hurt? But do, I mean, that's yeah. you. You 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 do know, play I that part. The audience member that doesn't know anything about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think your lack of knowledge about professional wrestling might be hurting your. Your in-ring abilities may be leading to your losses. That's it. <laughs> no, that's, that's another question for the doctor. Like, yeah. How long before I can professionally wrestle? <laughs> Note that when I say professional wrestle, I mean kind of do some weird, wacky stuff and then maybe go over the top rope. A little bit. Usually not on my feet anyway. So. <laughs> I see there's kinds of metal in there. I assume it's only better than before. I mean, you've been involved in like two matches and you've been hit maybe four times. True. <laughs> I hit you once and I think that's that's all I I know of your your the bumps you've taken. One time. It, what was that? Uh, Lucas and or yeah, that was Lucas and Ness beat the shit out of me. Oh, that's right. You did. You got jumped. That's what started the battle royal. None, none of those kicks were fake. Right, let me talk. <laughs> oh, so we'll we'll see if uh, Donkey Kong can make a return. <laughs> you, you you need comeuppance, or you need to serve some comeuppance. I agree. I would love to do more stuff. I think maybe the guy that writes could just end more matches other than people getting thrown over the top rope. But that's how bad, like, we don't, we don't have a bottom rope battle royal. That one would be probably more conducive to my condition. <laughs> Due to injuries, the following contest will be a hug match. <laughs> oh. oh. Three way, uh, uh, match. Uh, between me and I will be the Ghostbuster from the new Ghostbusters, Professor X, and Rufus Shinra from Final Fantasy VII. Oh, we could do a, a full wheelchair match. That's, I, I actually kind of like that idea. <laughs> I don't think there's ever actually been a wheelchair match. I know they talked about having it, and then it got canceled because Stone Cold Steve Austin was a jerk. <laughs> yes, he, he would not remain in the wheelchair as he promised. <laughs> uh, so, 
It totally looked like I just saw you throw your cat across the room. Oh, good, you can see. Oh, <laughs> did you not realize I had the cam the camera up? Yours isn't up. Is, uh, is oh, here? mine's mine says it's up. I got the light on. I can. You are a little plus two comedy icon that like bounces when you speak. Oh, all You're right. Like a plus two <laughs> robot. All right, well, that's, that's fine with me. I'm fine being the, the plus two comedy robot. So, uh, I, I guess I wanted this to be real talk, so I want to get, get real about a few things. Uh, how, how do you feel about how where we're going with plus two comedy, considering so many of our peers seem to be uh, stopping? No, it's been such a, a big, like, two weeks with that. Yeah, uh, I mean, um, Uncle Yo has, uh, has ended his podcast. Uh, and he's he has lightened his schedule for what he's doing con wise. Uh, Grego announced that this is his last year touring. Uh, well, he's gonna do like four a year, I think he said. Yeah, but it, it it's you know four a year versus what was he doing before? He was doing like thirty some. I think he was doing at least two a month. Yeah, so he was doing something like that and touring internationally. Uh, I I'm guessing that the the four that he's doing are not going to be big travel shows for him. Yeah. Uh, Ian Rubin's going to be dropping out soon because uh, he's going to do the the Disney program. So it's it's a weird time for us because like you'd think we'd be licking our chops like yeah. No one's left but us. Everyone's gonna be crawling to plus two comedy. Uh, but no, I don't really feel that way. Like, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree. I think, but I had that, I was like, oh man, but I, I, I'm not giving up on it. Look that. I know it's been, it's a slow couple of months, but I think with my pending free time, uh, I'll definitely have the, the time to get us some conventions, and apparently there'll be some spots for entertainment. Yeah. But I do think, I think a lot of this comes from the way conventions are run, and I, I don't know if it'll change or if the way conventions are will just change. Because it's something that people have talked about for a couple of years now, mm-hmm. and I think it's really coming to a head, and that's that a lot of cons don't want to pay money for entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's the same as that thing you keep seeing on the internet now, the, the you're an artist, you're being paid in exposure. Yeah. And a lot of performers are getting that too. And so mm-hmm. con, they'll pay money to bring in, in the, and they should bring in, you know, your big voice actors and your, your celebrities that, but those celebrities don't do anything aside from a few people. Not that they're not great. Like Steve Blum's awesome, but he doesn't, do anything aside from be awesome. Yeah. Versus you want you know you want to have a game show. You want to have a, a stand up comedy panel. You want to have like a band perform. There's a lot of really talented bands and stand ups and game show hosts out there, but you know they're very good at their job and they shouldn't have to do it for free. And it's, I think it's starting to become a real problem even for some of the bigger cons. I mean, like for. From a con point of view, I understand not wanting to pay because, one, you have so many fans that want to just do it for a badge. Mm-hmm. So when that's an option, I understand not wanting to pay someone like us 
when it's like, yeah, this guy claims he could do plus, he could do stand up and yeah. the dating game or whatever. And so, you know, let's give it to them. And I also understand the idea of to pay us, they would have to justify that we are bringing in X amount of people. Like, X amount of people would not have come if it wasn't for Plus Two Comedy being there. But they don't ha- I get that maybe that's the way they think about it, but they don't have to see it that way. And I think it's like TV versus your Netflix or your HBOs. The HBO and Netflix have subscribers. Mm-hmm. Cons are the same way. Like, people are going to Otacon. And I know people have complained about Otacon not having a lot of content for years now and still go. Yeah. I think they should look at it. And so Netflix and HBO don't worry about viewership for each show individually. They just know if they consistently try to put out quality, they will consistently get their subscribers. Yeah. And that that was the point I was going to make is they can't think of it as if we book them in 2016, they need to bring this many people in 2016. Because that's not really what's happening. Mm -hmm. What's happening is they're booking us in 2016. We are providing them with an awesome time. And then they go, oh, I have to go to this con next year. That That's like the real service that someone like us provides. Uh, Because, like, I love KatoriCon. KatoriCon is great. And uh, I was unable to go last year. And uh, the dating game didn't happen, and people were like, but that's, that's why I'm here, is to do the Plus Two Comedy dating game. Which, by the way, if you're one of those people that go to KatoriCon for the Plus Two Comedy dating game, thank you. <laughs> we love you guys so much. Yeah, well, KatoriCon, it's not, they're, they're the good con. And I'm not just saying that because I know people listen, like, they actually bring content that they know works. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. bother to look at it. Yeah, KatoriCon has a a stacked entertainment uh, card almost every year. Yeah, and all quality people, and they oh, they take care of everybody. Nobody's getting treated like garbage. Like everybody's getting treated super nice. But I, yeah, I I really like my network TV versus subscription system because that what's what's on network TV now is all stuff from actors that were famous on other shows like. The Parks and Rec people are all splitting up and getting their own shows now and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which could be fine, but they're only getting those shows because they're banking on people who haven't heard of them. Versus all the stuff I watched, like the Netflix originals, I usually haven't seen any of those people, but those shows are great. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of good stuff on there. I hear that uh, that Aziz's new show is awesome, so that's yeah. like next on my list. After Daredevil, I, which I will finally actually watch soon. <laughs> so good. I've heard, I've heard it's really, really good. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's so hard to justify to cons just because, like, there's so many of them now. And, mm-hmm. like, and the way that they just continuously pop up, it's just like, it's so hard to talk to, like, the same person twice. So it's hard to build that relationship with somebody. But... I- if they're going to move forward in having, because they they shouldn't stop having you know fan run panels. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, people get their a lot of them aren't good. Sorry guys, but you learn. Some of them get yeah, that's how you learn. 
And I think there should be this separation in like level from fan run panel to professional, but we haven't heard it. Like, I'm fine. We're not guests, but you know, just that acknowledgement that there's some, and not just us, like all the people that work like Grego and that work really hard on their stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just they're professionals. Like, it's just knowing what yeah. you're doing is a big difference. Yeah, and I, I will also pose this to everyone listening to, to let us know how you feel about this. But uh, I feel like a hot debate in the con world right now is if Ask A panels are good things. Because <laughs> we used to do an Ask A panel. We did uh, Ask A Supervillain. And uh, I, I think it was a, a great panel. I will admit that it wasn't my favorite thing in the world to do. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, it was fun, but like, just, I, I never thought the work versus payoff was, was good enough for those panels. Yeah. That, and that's, that was the final decision. It's just, cause it's, that's why we did it is I knew those asking panels were happening, but I knew no one was like, like we, we wanted to do is bring in a troop of improv people and. Mm-hmm prepare characters and prepare jokes and stuff. And that, I know that's not what's happening with most Aska panels. Because I'm trying to think how many times we actually did ask a supervillain. Three. Oh, I think it's way more than three. I think we did three successful ones. Because, I mean, there's a, there's two versions of it. Because we di- the first one we did was where I was Giovanni and it was more like, anime-centric, and then we had the one that we created for KatoriCon that was all fantasy-related. Oh, okay. And we had, like, Gollum, and I was, uh... What the heck was I? I was Gaston. Yeah, we did... So we did the anime one twice, because we did it at NekuCon, and we did it at Otacon. Yes. At least two successful ones. And then we did the fantasy one. We did a little version of the fantasy one at, uh... Where was that? Are you talking? Because actually, now I'm thinking about it. There was a third version because we also did the video game one, which was me as Giovanni, you as Robotnik, and Ian Rubin as a Goomba. Yes, I thought that one went great. I, I, it went well, but I remember that was like the one that I was really feeling the like. That was the one with, with the least prepared stuff. Yeah, I was like, I feel like we're not like getting the payoff that we should be getting, and like, I mean, and it worked, but. And then we also did the lost one is uh, the one we did at Twisted World. Yep, that's what I was thinking. Because that was your Cobra Commander. I was I did Gaston. Vegas was David Bowie. David Bowie, yes. And when Shannon Dapper was there as the girl from Kin Possible, whose name I never learned. And and we did the show for like six people. Mm-hmm. I was like, I get, hope you all have questions. Those six people had a great time. Yeah. that That's, I think, something that we have to look at in the future of uh, Plus Two Comedy is some of our panels do not work for eight people. Yeah. We're just like, what do we do? Because there's been so many uh, uh, tentacles where it's been like, all right, we're going to try to push through this. <laughs> yeah, well, tentacle just needs... It's like stand-up. You, you just need a certain kind of critical mass to get it going. Tentacles work stand-up. Because if you don't get people like, you know, that, that critical mass of comedy going, 
no one opens up. Everybody stays awkward, and it just doesn't go. It never takes yeah. off. Yeah, because you weren't there at uh, at RyuCon, where we performed for maybe 11 people, who all were kind of like, we're here to watch porn, not participate in things. <laughs> there was a lot of like, you want me to do what? And we got enough volunteers. Like, we didn't do any of our competitions. It was just mostly like, hey, why don't you do this? <laughs> so that was fun. But yeah, I'm not, of, I'm of course not complaining to Ryu God. It was just, that was the situation we were in. Little cons or little cons. Uh, what would you say our biggest train wreck was? Oh, ever. I don't know, because. The most train wrecky ones were always, I think, salvaged a little bit by audience size. Cause, like, NekuCon was by far the biggest train wreck because no one knew what was happening or what we were doing. Oh, yeah. Because we had blocks of time where it was just plus two comedy. And it was like, well, what do we do? And they're like, just do your stuff. Yeah. What does that mean? Ne- NekuCon was the one where we had, like, four hours of stand-up. Yep, like in a row. And, and then they booked they booked uh, a tentacle for like an hour and a half, and then daylight savings time happened, so we had like an, another hour. <laughs> They're like, fill it! I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> that, and that was the one where there was going to be another comedy group we were supposed to perform with, and they were watching Gundam in the next room and didn't want to leave. Oh, no, they were watching uh, Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Wow, all right, that's fine. Because so, <laughs> someone ran in, it was like, I found the other comic group, they were in the Pacific Rim Room. Room. I was like, alright, cool, so when are, where are they? It's like, oh, the movie's almost over. It's like, oh, come on. Yeah, they, everybody else seems to exist, like, we'll do a great show, and like, one thing will go wrong, and then the con will be like, I don't know if you guys can come back. And it seems like every other group of people is like, yeah, we didn't show up for our show, whatever. They love us, <laughs> they're going to pay us next year. It's like, well, how do you do this? I do think that most of that's in our heads because we we have decided that so many cons just despise us just because <laughs> something small happened. We're like, oh my god, they they probably put us in the black book. There's no <laughs> black book. <laughs> I think it was just because once we were talking to someone that whose name I won't mention, and they were like, "Yeah, I was just at a dinner with a bunch of other conventions talking about you guys." And I was like, oh my god, they meet! They meet and have discussions! <laughs> uh, the, the one that always comes to mind for our train wreck is uh, uh, Anime Punch, when we were scheduled to do Anime Elsewhere, which is a panel that like we've never done. It, it's never successfully gone off. Where we were going to discuss how anime has affected other genres. And uh, yeah, it just, it just never happened. So we did Mad Libs for an hour. Which was, uh, they were good, good use of everyone's time. Around for a I like that. Yeah, plus two comic dicks around. We're at, uh, we're at like, uh, 50 minutes now. So, uh, I, I think we can wrap this thing up. Uh, anything else you want to, like, ask our fans or see if they, they, to give them something to respond to when it comes to this very strange episode of the podcast? Um, I would, if I'm prepared. Uh, I don't know if you guys if something you guys want to see. I don't know, like an idea, like not not ask, uh, but something like that. I'll, I'll think about it. We could maybe try it. 
because one thing I've I've told cons many times is like if you want us to do a panel on something, let us know and we'll do it. Like I have no problem just like researching and just coming up with something wacky. That's one of my favorite things to do is the high pressure like you got a week, we need you to be able to do an hour. Good luck. Like that's that's so fun to me and so exciting. Yeah, I, I've so. worked. I have slides for the, the Dungeons and Dragons panel. I want to do. Oh, that'd be great. I'd love we, to do that. We had another Dungeons and uh, Dragons player in the group, and that was still going on. We'll make it work. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, so, uh, other than that, we we do have the the new YouTube show that's supposed to come up. Uh, I've been working on a secret wrestling YouTube show for a while now. Uh, that'll go up hopefully in the future. And I do want to start doing Let's Plays just because they're fun. Because <laughs> uh, I've, been, I've been jumping on Twitch every now and then, and now that I have Mario Maker, I feel like this is a thing that should happen. So, uh, you know, keep, keep subscribe to the, the YouTube page, and maybe there'll be content there. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, and uh, I've been uh, talking to Underbelly Sean quite a bit, so gears are in motion. So le- let us know what you'd like us to do. Uh, you know, pa- panels that we haven't done in a while that you'd like to bring back, panels that we've never done that you'd like to see. Uh, just not anime elsewhere, because we're never actually going to do that panel. <laughs> it was a bad idea I had if once. You, if you guys, if you are running a pan or a con, and you book us for anime elsewhere, mm-hmm. I'm going to get drunk for an hour on stage. That's what I'm <laughs> So it's got to be like three months from now. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to drink right now. Uh, there's so many cons also that I just want to say that th- I, there's so many cons that I wish we could go back to that just have stopped talking to us. That's where, like, that idea of the black book comes points. from. But, like, well, like the, the two that come to mind that I've always wanted to go back to are NecoCon. And just because so many people are also like, dude, why aren't you back at NecoCon? I'm like, I don't yeah. know. I want to be there. And uh, Sangawa Project, which you did not have the, the oh, pleasure well, of going And they to. love us. Yeah, like, I ran into them at Too Many Games, and they're like, dude, plus two comedy, why haven't you been back? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, you would know better than me. Yeah, so if there's a con you'd like us to, like, super go to, also let us know that. Uh, and also, I'm going to be really bummed out when this comes out and nobody sends us any emails or tweets yeah. or comments. You <laughs> just sat in my closet for an hour for no reason. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, upcoming shows, we're, we are gonna have, uh, Josh Ryan on the show, uh, next week. So, there will still be a new podcast coming out. Uh, whether or not that is at Nerdvana remains to be seen. Which reminds me, I have to call Nerdvana and let them know that we are not doing the show tonight, because I have not done that yet. So, I, I should do that. Uh, so there will be a show next week, don't worry. Uh, also, be sure to give us five stars on iTunes, five stars on Stitcher, vote for us on podcastland.com, make us the podcast of the month. And uh, as always, we'd like to thank Ben Affleck for making the show possible and uh, keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. Uh, will, anything uh, last to add? I'll see you guys in a little bit. All right. Feel better, Will. All right. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you guys so much. Bye.